Whether you're here as a colleague in consultation, exploring advising as a vocation, or considering a partnership in employee benefits with my team, I hope you find value in these thoughts. Apply this truth to both your personal and professional relationships. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet, you're on their side. Working with them and not against them. In other words, put the needs of others before your own and surround yourself with folks that do the same. I'm Shane Wingo, and you're listening to the Working With Them podcast. Hi, and thanks for joining me here today on the podcast, the Working With Them podcast. Now, in season one of the podcast, what we're going to do is go through this new book of mine, uh, Working With Them, and we're going to hit it chapter by chapter, basically just create an audiobook throughout the podcast. But there's a couple of things I really want to hit on before we jump into the book. Now, in today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to lay some groundwork. We're going to go through the intro of the book to kind of give you a background of how and why it was even uh, created. Then we're going to hit a quick summary, maybe two or three sentences per chapter to give you an idea of what's to come. But before we jump into all that, I think it's important to kind of clarify a couple of things. Uh, first of which, working with who? Who are the them in working with them? Well, for me, I work in sales and advising, and I work with employee benefits. So I work with employers to create employee benefit plans for their employees. So the them in my world, it's my prospective clients, uh, the, the people that I don't currently work with but would like to. It's my current clients that I work with. And then I think probably most importantly, it's my internal team. And that's one of the chapters that we'll go through in the book as well. So those are the, de- the them that I'm working with. But this book is not intended just to be a sales book uh, in and of itself. Now, it is. It is a sales book, right? It's what I do. It's what I know. It's what I can uh, communicate. But really, it's a book about partnerships, about relationship building. So whether you're in sales or not as your vocation, I think you can find value in what we'll talk about throughout this podcast. So without belaboring the point... Let's just jump right into it, right? So let's start with the intro. Now, some of uh, what I'll I'll read and go through, it's a little bit truncated from what the actual book is because we want to keep these episodes down around 10 or 15 minutes, something that, you know, everyone's uh, good good listening to and then moving on to to the next chunk. So a little bit briefer than what you'll find in the book, but I think you'll see the gist of it's all here. So when, when starting a new opportunity in 2018, my morning study brought me to a truth that would realign my thinking. In determining how I would best gain the trust of my prospective C-suite clients in this new and extremely detailed industry, in came the following truth. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Now, this became my morning mantra. I had a great deal of study in front of me to pass licensing, so I wrote this on a note card, and I used it as a bookmark in my study guides. While I've always worked to ensure my clients know I'm working in their best interest regardless of industry, I knew it would be all the more important being new to a complex industry where buyers often feel they're not receiving adequate transparency of information. So when my middle one, Joshua, started his first job uh, in sales right out of college and had a bevy of questions, I began sharing this concept and other insights I've learned along the way. I wanted to take it a step further and document this for him so he had it as a reference guide uh, from the onset of his career. 
So to Joshua, as you enter your career in sales, consulting, advising, strive to truly partner with your future clients by placing their needs before your own. Do this in your client relationships and also in your personal relationships simply because it's the right thing to do. And understand true partners will reciprocate the same in your relationships. Cherish those who uh, return that same consideration and hold the others loosely because they're probably only in your life for a season. Now, before we jump into how this philosophy applies through each step of a client relationship, remember this. As a consulting advisor, you are always in control of your own destiny. Even if you have an employer, this is your business. Treat it as such. Manage your time and your team appropriately. Keep this at the forefront of your thoughts in the pages or in the episodes ahead, as it were, since uh, we're going through this in a podcast. So we're going to jump ahead now and we're going to talk about each section, uh, working with your prospective clients, your clients, your husband or wife, your children, your team and colleagues that you work with. Uh, how do you do that from the onset and throughout uh, a, a relationship? And again, I'm going to apply all of this to, to what I know best, which is a client relationship in terms of uh, selling and advising. So working with them in your study. Preparation is a vital but often overlooked step of the sales process. Prove you are working with your prospective clients by investing time in study before you ever ask to serve as their consultant. Working with them in your approach, it is possible to be both courteous and persistent. I know it's a balancing act, but you can successfully achieve this if you approach your prospective client as you would like to be approached and are constantly giving more than you're asking to receive. Working with them, even in your rejection. Regardless of industry, it generally takes 100 communications to find just 10 opportunities. From those 10 opportunities, you'll be able to meet with three decision makers and earn one new partnership. Now, don't let this deter you. Make it your roadmap. Your commitment to learning and continued tenacity can quickly decrease these numbers. Working with them in their acceptance. Acceptance is the beginning of your strategic thinking if you are truly a consultant. You've received the yes, now you and your team shoulder the responsibility of living up to the promises you made while pursuing a partnership. Working with them during your partnership. You spent weeks, months, in some cases maybe even years to earn this partnership. But just like any relationship, maintaining your client partnership is demanding work. At every turn, show you are on their side by prioritizing their best interests over your profits. Working with them through your extended team. Before joining any organization, do all you can to determine the capabilities of the team that will be living up to the promises you make. Your worth is calculated by the measure of your team. Be the support and the leader they need at every turn and in every situation. Working with them in the good times. 
Document the wins and joint successes during the good times. Earn the goodwill during this period that will carry you through the turmoil that will one day come. Many are vying out there for the opportunity to show your clients a better way. But if you're continuing to educate and innovate for your clients, there won't be a better way for them to explore. Working with them in the tough times. Second only to prospecting, navigating difficulties with your clients can be the most prominent opportunity to differentiate yourself as a true consultant. Being the leader for your team and your client through difficult times will validate your worth and strengthen your relationship. So it's a tough one, working with them through their departure. Now, not all relationships last a lifetime. This also holds true for the relationship your client is creating when they move to a competitor. How you manage their their departure and your temperament throughout this process can determine your viability to reapproach and working with them in your reapproach. If you remain concerned and connected after a client's departure, you're laying the groundwork to reapproach. Understand the motivation for their movement, and this knowledge should drive how and when you begin to re-explore a partnership. I hope you found values in these thoughts. This is just the beginning. This is laying the groundwork uh, for the next uh, 10 or 12 episodes where we'll go through and dive into the book chapter by chapter. So subscribe to this podcast so you'll be notified each time a new episode drops. Now, the book itself, Working With Them, it's live on Amazon. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes that will direct you to uh, where you can buy that book. It's going to ship on February 14th. Uh, of 2024. So put that pre-order in so you can be one of the first to receive and read the book. If you simply would like to connect with me, if you have questions for me, uh, anything to do with either employee benefits or just uh, about this podcast and these concepts in general, click on the link that I'll leave in the show note that says dot cards. It has all of my direct contact information, my cell, my email address, every way to get a hold of me. Thanks for joining me and do all you can today to make it clear you're working with those around you.